Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, I am in the rental car of Lowell. Lowell, I'd love it if you could say hi to the audience. Hello. Hi. Now, before we got into the rental car, you warned me about something. What was that? I said, oh, it stinks in here, and I have a surprising man sweat. You, or you'd be surprised by my man sweat. That's not what you said. I know, I said, but I'm not going to say it because it's not. It was about my friend, and I feel bad. I just said he's vegan. He farts a lot. <laughs> it was that. He won't hear this. It's fine. It's true. Absolutely no one listens to my show, so you're safe in that. I think he just doesn't listen to my interviews on purpose because <laughs> I make fun of him for farting. Fair enough. We'll keep that a secret. Now, Lowell, how about we play a track? Let's play your big song, The Bells. Can you tease that song for the listeners? The bells, the bells, wah, wah, the bell, 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 bells, wah, 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 wah. Bounce. Would you give me a beat? Beat, When you come 
Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard The Bells by an artist called Lowell. That's off her debut record, We Loved Her Dearly. I've got Lowell here in her car. Can you talk a little bit about The Bells? Uh, sure. It's just a, a poppy fun jam that I wrote in London. It was originally a guitar sound thrown into a Hammond and then put on a reverb and delay and then all of a sudden it was called the bells so hold on you're trying to conserve your voice yes so i need to talk more with my diaphragm pulled in like this there we go that was much better thank you very much so you started out in canada then you moved to london and worked with some very established producers i would love you to talk about working with people who make living at music and how they taught you stuff about what you do. Yeah, I've been really privileged in that way to be around such amazing artists and successful artists. It, it really does put things into perspective for you. You can sit there and be like, I will actually be able to be an artist and I can sustain myself doing that. I'm lucky to have the ability to have high hopes for myself in that way. Um, now I'm slugging it out on the road. Oh. Would you like to come in? Oh. My phone. That is a good friend interrupting an interview to give you your phone. Thank you, Matt Fong. Sorry I made it fun of you earlier. <laughs> all right, so you were in London. You worked with all these very established guys in music. You ended up writing with them, and then you scrapped all the music you made with these experienced guys because you didn't feel that the direction was a direction you wanted to go as an artist. Ballsy move. I'd love you to talk about this. Yeah, I guess it, it was ballsy. It was sort of counteracting the non-ballsiness that was happening before. I was being, I guess I, I wasn't standing my ground on what I wanted to do. That was just a, it was no offense to those producers because they're amazing. And we actually, when I scrapped the music, I went back to them and was like, hey, want to start again? And they did. And that's how this record came about. I think when I, when I first went over there, I was really insecure. I didn't know why I was there and I didn't realize that I had so much to offer and I sort of knew that I was good at pop writing so I guess I should just do that and I just wanted to make a lot of money and whatever and then at some point I kind of reality sunk in and I was like I can't play these songs for the rest of my life live I'll cry every day you have to be yourself so I scrapped everything started new and just so i have to interrupt you here there are many artists who end up having to sing songs that they might not want to sing for the rest of their life the first example that comes to mind is maybe the thong song so i'm hoping you can talk about that moment for you yeah great it was the best decision i ever made in my life and i love my record i'm proud of it and i would show it to anyone I like to listen to it which I'm not afraid to say I'm not ashamed to say that I know that it's not cool to be like I love my music but I think that after everything that I put myself through and after making music that I didn't like I have the right to be like this music is freaking great let's play another Lowell song I want to play LGBT that's off your debut record we loved her dearly LGBT is a song that I wrote also in London it came from a, a thing where I was sitting on the tube and there was some homophobia going on, some bullying, and it just didn't sit right with me. 
And then I kind of didn't do anything about it, and I was beating myself up inside, and I kind of didn't know how to react, and I got off the, the subway, and I guess as a way of, like, feeling guilty, I was like, I need to write a song, an LGBT song for those people that I didn't just stand up for on the train. And then I did, and now it's called LGBT. Hi, my name is Lowell, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood.
welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard LGBT. That's off the record. We loved her dearly by an artist called Lowell. I've got Lowell here in the car with me, and I'd love to talk more about this track. More about this track. So in interviews, you talk about your past as a stripper. You talk about past of abuse, overcoming adversity, and being openly bisexual. I wanted to ask you, what's it like being 22, 23, and living through your turbulent years? Like, And I'm coming at this, I think everybody in their early 20s, that's when they get their free pass to mess up a lot. And you're living that, but having people talk to you about it and writing songs about it, that must be a very interesting way to live that time in your life. Yeah, that's a, a cool comment slash question. I try to be as much of an open book as possible because I know that right now at this moment I'm the least perfect I'll be for the rest of my life and every day I'm going to be changing and growing as a person and I guess it's therapeutic for me it's just a way that I can continuously be able to be open and not question whether I can talk to somebody about something I try my hardest not to to refrain from asking or telling or sharing um, because in the end I I think I'll only just find the answers. Speaking of sharing, how about we play another song? I would love to play I Killed Sarah V. I would love you to tell a little bit of the story behind this track. It's a super long story. In the end it's sort of just a reflection on how I was feeling about the world at the time and sort of how I feel about it now. And it's, it is, it kind of sounds like a depressing track, but it's, it's a freeing track in some sort of way. The short story, obviously, that I've told in the past is that it's me sort of letting go of who I was. Um, I used my, my dancer name as a symbol of that. It's not, that's not all that it is, although it's easy to type that in print or in a headline. But it's more just my reflection on how how the world is and how we look at people and it's a song about entitlement it's about how people feel like they're entitled to certain things because they're incapable of empathizing with others and I had this sort of realization when I went through some of these things and saw another world I I sort of just saw that that anybody could be in any place at any time and and I ended up in a place that that maybe you might not understand, but it's important to know that maybe you could have made one wrong step or somebody could have influenced you in the wrong way and you would end up in this other place. And when I, when I say um, people that have the money to buy my record will never know this, it's because you don't know what it's like to really be poor. So it's important to to know that like just because maybe you don't make rent this month that doesn't mean that you understand what it's like to be homeless on a street or to have to sell yourself for money or whatever so that's sort of where that song came from all right we're gonna listen to i killed sarah v off lowell's debut record we loved her dearly Fingertips along her chest, her lingerie. 
my name is Lowell, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard I Killed Sarah V off the record We Loved Her Dearly by the artist named Lowell. Thank you for sitting in your car with me, Lowell. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Comfy. I was going to ask you a couple of different questions, but because you went in so deep with that, with that meaning of that song, it feels weird to ask you, like, I heard you learned stripper slang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because I said that in an interview, like, so passingly, but it it keeps coming back. And it's funny. I did learn stripper slang, and I put it in my songs. It's fun. You learn different things in different areas. It's, that one sticks out. And I learned the, the old... Rusty Custy, that was what I used in I Love You Money, which was just the guy that comes in and doesn't pay. <laughs> he won't pay if he just stands and watches. So, Lowell, you've written for other artists. Can you talk about how writing for someone else can expose you to your strengths and weaknesses as a writer? I love writing for other people because it is kind of like, I don't know, it, it's like you're solving a case and you have to know what that person is doing and what they like and where they are in their life and where they're moving most importantly you can't just base what you're doing on what they did last year because um everyone's changing so you kind of have to really um do some magic as for weaknesses right now i'm gonna say like i'm at a point in my life where i'm like i'm 23 and i think i know everything (laughs) that's just like a natural thing that I feel which I'm sure a lot of 23 year olds are probably like nodding they're like yeah I know everything (laughs) and so (laughs) when people are like well I don't really think that chorus is right I'm just like you what do you know I know that this chorus is great it's a humbling experience because you have to be like okay maybe to me, this is the best chorus, and if I sung it, it would be cool because it's me, but then maybe this other person can't relate to that, and maybe I don't know everything. Thank you very much, Lowell, for spending some time with me in your car. Is there anything else that the world does not know about you, but they need to know? There are probably a lot of things, and you will find out right now. It's like, stripper can make music. There's a lot more to me. I'd than that but I don't I just don't feel the need to to justify that because I think that it's important for you to make an effort to understand how you evaluate people that's your job it's not mine Lowell thank you very much for being on my show thank you so much for having me I had a blast a blast I had a blast at the end of the show I would love it if you could pick the track we play Uh, I love you money And why did you choose this track to play? Because I'm just in the mood to hear it. Hi, my name is Lowell, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood.